Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way Podcast. Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Magic Our Way Podcast. My name is Kevin, by myself at the moment, because uh, if you remember, if you listened to last week's show, I said that, that we're going to split that show up into two segments, uh, so this is the second half. This is a show 28B, and basically we're continuing my discussion of my trip from Thanksgiving, my experiences and stuff, and uh, things that I've learned and, and, and experienced that were kind of new for me, and uh, aside from the cold, cold weather that happened and, and Disney's room service. Um, we continue on the discussion uh, with Danny, uh, talking about the Magic Bands. My bad first Magic Band experience, actually. Let me just get right on to it, man. Uh, this is uh, show 28B. All right, so the Magic Bands is something else that I know you wanted to talk about. So oh, why don't yeah. you explain to us about the Magic Bands. All right, Magic Bands, uh, I'm sure people have already read uh, that every, they're, they're going to this thing versus the Keys to the Kingdom car that they used to have, Keys to the World uh, cars that they used to use at the resorts and stuff. But anyway, um, and I meant to bring it, I'll bring it next time. When next time we record, so you can check them out. Um, but the Magic Bands uh, have the RFID system built in with it as well, just like the, a lot of the new ticket media and everything else. If you're able to, you can link, you can take care of these through your... Um, my Disney experience and then plus your ticket admission okay so if you buy a ticket package or whatever else or, or stay on Disney property you'll probably get one of these the magic bands so to speak um, so anyway on the magic bands you can have your charging information you can have it's supposed to be photo pass plus but I didn't really get to explore that as much I wanted to because I figured that might have been easier, but we just went, when we did PhotoPass, we just did the old cards from the PhotoPass people and stuff. You see, now that's interesting because while you were gone, like yeah. one of the big stories that came out was that people were getting back home after the vacations, yeah. going on their My PhotoPass Plus, and there were pictures taken of them on rides that they didn't authorize themselves to be scanned upon. Right, right. So huh. they were taking a little bit of offense to the fact that, okay, well, this, this system that they told us that right. wasn't, in order to be activated, it had to be scanned. Right. doesn't work like that. They, 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 they do know where you are at all times. Right, right. Interesting. Yeah, I, I didn't get a chance to explore all that or use it for PhotoPass or anything else. I just ended up using it um, like the regular old PhotoPass cards. But I did use it for charging privileges. You know, I had a pin assigned to it. and I, uh, I did take care of all uh, Magic Band kind of stuff through the My Disney Experience website and the app in itself, which I'll talk about in a little bit. Um, but anyway, uh, before your trip, you can kind of assign um, colors to each of the bands. You can kind of personalize. You personalize them. We put the, they'll put the first names of each of your guests traveling in your party, which is actually kind of cool. Nice. Um, so they'll do that. They'll, uh, um, they'll attach a credit card if you want a car credit card attached to it. And it'll open up your rooms. You know, the only thing I notice it won't do is like... Uh, I know the Polynesian, like the individual buildings will lock after a certain time. Like we got back late after midnight on the first night we were there. We stayed there pretty late at the parks and noticed that our building was kind of locked. You needed to have a little card access to get into the building. Um, we couldn't use the magic bands for that because I guess they didn't have the readers. But we used the, um, we ended up having used the regular uh, cards. They didn't really call it backup cards. 
It was like a it was like a room key card. Like you used to get the key of the world, but it had the RFID system in it built in as well. Um, I, I I refer to the cast members like backup and, and but they they like to call it alternative use cards, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, and I call it backup. And so they have their own specific, very very positive Disney term kind of thing. Um, but I actually believe it. Or not, I didn't even need it except for that one time when I needed to get into the building. Mm-hmm. And uh, they they still had the old card readers to get to unlock the doors to let you in, kind of deal. Um, so it's not altogether universal yet. Not uh, uh, only in that respect. You know, a lot of places um, you can purchase using your magic bands. You can purchase meals using your magic bands. Um, it's actually really easy to purchase a lot of things using your magic bands. It's very quick. Um, I'll tell you this one thing. I thought it was very handy to have. Especially for purchase, because I'm not on a dining plan, but I have tables in Wonderland. So the first night there, we decided to eat dinner at Pecos Bill. Which, by the way, when I was at Pecos Bill, I ordered the short ribs platter. Oh, my God, it was freaking incredible. <laughs> you know, it, first of all, it didn't seem like they were short ribs. I know they were, but it didn't seem like there was so much meat on them. Uh-huh. You know, granted, there's still a lot of fat like a short rib should have. Mm-hmm. But, it was some, but it was cooked so well, and the meat just fell off the bone. It was the most incredible rib meal I've had in a while there. It was, it was just awesome. But anyway, um, the first night I was there, I was still kind of getting acclimated to everything else. And um, when it came time to pay for the counter service meal, and I was like, uh, I reached in my wallet. I was, I was fumbling around trying to get my card. And I just realized, oh, yeah, it's on my magic band. So I did it. And, of course, before I left for the trip, I signed a pin to it. You know, so, so in order for you to have traveling privilege, you got to assign a pin to your particular band and everything else. And you can assign pins to each different like my wife could have had a different pen for her band if my kid was old enough she'd be able to assign a different pen for her band and that's actually a pretty cool mm-hmm. way to personalize it but yeah when i remember that oh i could charge using my band you know i just did the mickey to mickey thing um and the little and, and the little thing lit, lit up green and asked for my pin number entered the pin number my receipt popped out and it was it it was done nice very 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 easy <laughs> to purchase things it's ridiculous it's actually made me a little too easy because it's just you know oh i want that click mm-hmm. ding you know it makes <laughs> it a little green thing and it goes um now as far as magic bands goes with the pass and stuff or ticket media you still you still got a little biometric reader i think that's still a biometric reader but you touch mickey to mickey and it lights it lights up a white color then you put your finger on the thing again like you used to do with the mm-hmm. old ticket media and that lights up white, and then they both turn green, and you can go in. Right. You know, so you still got to do that kind of business. Um, and like we talked about in the restaurants with the uh, um, d- people with dining plan, you know, they, they, they brought out scanners, and they were able to scan their, their magic bands for that with the tickets and everything else. Uh, fast passes had the same system. You know, I did the Fast Pass Plus thing. The first night we were there, we went to the Magic Kingdom. It was open to 1 a.m. I'm like, ah, hey, let me give it a shot. So I scheduled... Um, Let's see. I scheduled a few rides at a specific, t- a specific time. And um, you can only choose three, of course. You know, we did like Dumbo, uh, Mermaid, and something else. But I didn't schedule it until I was in line for Peter Pan, you know? Nice. So it was actually, we, this was about maybe like 9 o'clock, 8, 9, 9 10 o'clock. When we got in, a, we went to Small World, of course. That was like the first ride we rode because my kid loves Small World. And then we hopped in the line for Peter Pan, which was about 20 minutes. It was a 20-minute wait at that time. This was like a Tuesday night. And while I was waiting in line, I was like, I oh, only pull up the My Disney Experience app and see what I can do. 
Oh, before I forget, uh, when I went to go pick up my annual pass from guest relations and stuff, um, I picked up the annual pass, and just after that, I stepped off to the side. I, I logged into the app, and then I was able to enter the numbers on the back of the annual pass card, and I got my Magic Band immediately linked to my card, nice. to my annual pass card. That's great. So when I went through the park for the first time on this trip, I used my Magic Band. That was it. I didn't have to break out my card, RFID card, annual pass, the plastic pass. You know, I was able to do it all in the band. And I just couldn't believe how quick and easy that was. I entered my wife's pass for her band, and I entered my, uh, my oldest child's pass for her band. And it all worked immediately, like uh, instantaneously, you know. Because after I did that, you know, my wife went to the bathroom. I entered all those numbers in. Um, maybe about, um, less than 30 seconds later, we were at the gate and we wa- it walked right on in. It was very, very quick. Um, so anyway, we're in line for Peter Pan and I was like, ah, let me, let's see if I can schedule some fast, fast plot. Let me try this thing out. And so if at first, at the, you know, uh, the, the internet connection was a little funky. So, or it was either that or the website or the app kept crashing kind of thing. But after a while of the line, you know, I had, I had time in line, um, it, it will work. And so I scheduled a Fast Pass Plus for Ariel and Dumbo, and I forgot what the other one. I think I did um, the car- not the Carousel. Uh, there was one other one. I can't remember which one I did. It might have been for Peter Pan again. Um, but anyway, um, I was able to do that in line just to give it a shot. And you got on Peter Pan, went to Ariel for our Fast Pass Plus time. We didn't need it that night. I think the wait time was like 10 minutes. But I just wanted to see how the Fast Pass Plus thing worked. And so, yeah, I walked right up to the thing, uh, touched Mickey to Mickey, it went green, we all went in, you know? And then you have to do it again when you get to the, uh, I guess, when, you, when the Fast Pass line joins up with the regular line, you have to uh, do your Mickey to Mickey thing again, and she lets you through. So it's like two checkpoints for that, you know? Interesting. Yeah, one at the beginning and one at the very end before you get into the ride kind of deal. Um, but, yeah, that was really, really – I like the, the, the fact that I can – and I was able to change things, you know, I was able to change my itinerary around, change Fast Plus Plus itineraries, you know, on the fly, and it would work instantaneously. I was able to schedule my first set of Fast... I mean, everything for the system for me worked pretty smoothly, except for the app. The app every now and then would, would not work, or maybe it was just a website in general would not completely work. But after a while of coaxing, it, it would go again, and I was able to do things. And so I, that's how I scheduled my Fast Plus Pluses. Um, each and every day of my trip. It was actually really, really easy to get that linked into my, uh, my magic bands. And wearing the magic bands, I didn't really notice a thing. You know, it didn't really bother me as much. You know, it, was, it wasn't as bad. You know, it was, I thought it was like, ah, oh, I like wearing a watch. It wasn't heavy, number one. It was very easy to put on. Um, the cast member actually, uh, when I checked in, he showed us how to do it. They even showed us how to size it for the kids. There's apparently, you know, there's like a little insert, the colored part. You can peel out from the initial uh, the, the outer ring, and it's a smaller band for the smaller hands and stuff. So my kids were able to have uh, – it was able to fit their hands. It was actually pretty cool. you know. But, um, yeah, it was great. And I'll tell you what, it made um, going into the room a lot easier. And my kid enjoyed really letting us into the room. <laughs> you know, She touched Mickey to Mickey with her band, and we entered the room. It was actually very, very easy. You know, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed the Magic Band experience. I, I dug it, you know. So no negatives, just thoroughly no, a positive No, yeah, experience. on this trip, it was totally positive for me. And I had 
nothing wrong with it. Nothing. Uh, it, it always worked. It never failed for me. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you know, I read stories about sometimes the passes may fall off, so you'd have to re-enter the numbers again, or if a fast pass pluses, it may crash. I, I haven't had any of that happen yet. You know. Yeah, I remember when we went and we had to use the uh, actual Keys of the Kingdom card, but yeah. you touch it, Mickey, to the Mickey scanner thing, and yeah. it was just so much easier than running it through, right? Like you had to do in the past. So I, I envision loving the the band. Yeah, the band is actually really cool. And personally, I don't really care. I mean, I know there's a lot of people who are a little worried about the privacy issues and being able to track you down. Look, they already know you're in Disney World. They already know which park you're in. Well, they got tons Disney- of cameras all over yeah, the place. Well, not only, I mean, but you're already entering in a, a card to say, hey, I'm going into Magic Kingdom. Right. Do you really care if they know that you're on Pirates as opposed to Big Thunder Mountain? I mean, right. is it, you're splitting hairs at that point. So I don't really care that, that the thing's on. I mean, maybe when you get home, maybe then you don't want to wear it when you go around. Right, right. Uh, but, yeah, well, you're in Disney World. There's nothing wrong with it, I, in my opinion. But I invite anybody to tell me what the negatives are of this thing because I think it's a great idea. Yeah, I, ha- I have yet to run into any negatives at the moment. The only know? negative I can think of is that they're going to use it as an excuse to, um, uh, what do you call it, be more cost effective. Yeah. Start eliminating jobs. Like, okay, well, people, when from this time to this time, they're not going here, so let's not have anybody staffed over here. Right. And to me, that's like, you know, one of the most famous stories of Walt Disney is that, you know, at Disneyland, you know, even like 15 minutes to closing, he'd be telling them to keep popping popcorn. Right, right. Because he wanted the idea that, you know, look, as long as the park's open, everything's still fully functioning. The show's still going on. Right, yeah. and whereas now they're, they're pretty clear. as okay, if no one's over there, there's nothing going on. Like, that's one of my big... I like extra magic hours, but there are so many times that you go to extra... You can just yeah. tell it's not the same experience. Right, right. When the food carts are all shut down, when the drink services are all yeah. shut down, when the, when the um, retail establishments, some of those are shut down. Yeah. So, anyway... Um, I tell so, you what, though... Um, I, uh, yeah, I can see that. You know, short not not being able to use as much staff as they normally do. But if people aren't there, who's going to know that nothing's happening? You know what I mean? It's like it's like you know, if a, if a tree falls in a forest, you know, what's the sound of one hand clapping kind of business? Whatever, whatever. Well, it'd be fine if no one was there, but I think it's probably a thing of wait, only fifteen people are there. So oh, we're like not going to make that much. Yeah, yeah. And that's what bugs me is the idea of. People who have figured, hey, listen, when this is going on, let's go run and go see Country Bears. Right, because right. nothing's going to Country Bears. They'll look at the data and like, no one's going to see Country Bears. Only 15, 20 people are going to see Country Kill Country Bears. We don't need Country Bears. And really, for those people who figured it out, it's a nice little respite to go over there. You're by yourself and you get to see the Country Bears or something. Whatever it is, now, whatever well, I just had a thought. What if they use that info and they incorporate it into the app and you could pull because right now you can pull up wait times and everything else. What if you pull up something like you know this has this um, particular attraction doesn't have that many people? Well, I thought that they already did that. Did they? I thought so, but I mean, you use the app more frequently than I have. But that was the rumor I heard that they that it would it would have suggestions. It would suggest, yeah. I, I don't know if it was based on the population of the attraction oh. at the time. That's the thing. So you're saying that you think the suggestion was more on like, hey, this is a very popular attraction. You should go see this as opposed to, hey, there's no one there. Go yeah, see I think well, okay. the suggestion probably more like, you know, we have Fast Pass Plus times totally available for this. Mm-hmm. I guess you kind of kind of read it the same way. 
You know, if there's plenty of Fast Pass Plus availability, then there must be low population at that yeah. particular attraction. Absolutely. But you know, if you if you put it out, out there right on the nose and like in somewhere in the app, you press like, okay, where's a lot of the people going? You press it and you can see, oh, Spate Mountain's got like 500 people in that attraction. Uh, Peter Pan, you know, yeah, as if Peter Pan would, has 20 people in line. Mm-hmm. You know, or 20 people in that population. Um, I'll look at that app and I'll say, oh, I'm gonna go there real quick. Mm-hmm. You know. And then you can all see the little dots all migrate to Peter Pan. And then this other ride's free. And then all the little dots kind of start migrating. You know, whatever. I mean, not that they use a map with dots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, I mean, you could see it to where they're not going to fully staff, like, certain rides or right, attractions right. anymore. Because they feel like historical data shows that not that many people are there during that time of the day. Or what, yeah. whatever the thing of it is. And it, it really you start to run into problems right. in that kind of sense because like the little easy stuff that you used to be able to do, like, oh, well, I can just duck in and see such. And, well, maybe you, not, you can't do that anymore right, because right. they've redirected staffing right. or, or just shut it down altogether because it's like, well, it's not really doing that much right, right. business during that time of the day. So I'm that's the part of it that I'm not really a fan of. Yeah. But, I mean, until you see that in action where they really have applied it, I, I can't really be much of a critic of it. Right. But it seems you know, pretty obvious that that's probably going to be some, some place that they go with that. No, no, as of right now, every station where you have to use your magic band, they got at least one cast member backup. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they call it alternative assistance, <laughs> <laughs> but I call them backup because that's basically, you know, that's, honestly, that's what they are. Mm-hmm. And I have no problem with that term. You know, so it's like if I, I'd, I would hope if like the computer aspect fails that, that there'd be uh, an actual human cast member that can help me out. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, Kind of like an operator that can help me out on the yeah. automated phone system kind of deal. Well, and and that's again that you know that that is another problem with the technology is as you become more technology dependent, yeah. the minute the system goes down, you, 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 everything goes down. Oh, you know it was funny. I went on Kilimanjaro safaris. I went back for my Fast Plus Plus time only to find out that they lost all power. So none of the mm. Q TV things were working. None of the the the, the return Fast Pass things were working. What they did is they just checked to make sure you had a magic band. So if you had a magic band, but you if you knew about this mm-hmm. and you had a magic band, you could literally go into the FastPass Plus line and be fine because they had yeah. no way of verifying whether or not you had a, a, a FastPass Plus for that because the electricity was down. Yeah, and that's the dangers of technology. Yeah. I mean, technology is great. allows us to have all these advancements, but when the system doesn't work... Yeah, and it all crashes. Then what? <laughs> right. So you got two line. You got two regular lines for the. Uh, yeah. The fa- for the Kilimanjaro Safari. I, mean, I thought that was interesting. You know, I didn't. I do remember noticing that. I was like, wow. Like if I if I knew about the power outage, and you know I got into line and I had a magic band, I could get in a line even though I didn't have a fast pass plus. Right. I mean, granted, they're not advertising that there's no there's a power outage. No. You know, but it's not like the cast member at the fast. Like if I happen to be walking by. I, I could probably overhear the cast member saying, "Our powers are right now. We're just check. Let's just check. Make sure our, our mag- you have a magic band, and they let you on it." I was like, "Oh wow, that's cool. Nice." Which is fine, you know. I mean, you're not, they're not going to question anybody. Well, I mean, and that's part of it. Everyone figures out a way to play the system at some point, right? All right. So moving forth, I mean, yes. did you said everything you wanted to say about magic band. Yes, I think that's about. I think that's about it. Okay. Just the easy use uh, so far. The app was pretty easy to use, and the FastPass Plus thing was pretty easy to use. I, I dug it. I liked it a lot. Okay. One of the other things I wanted to ask you about, because we, we got on, on, on like a seasonal topic there sure. with the uh, Thanksgiving. When you walked in, you know, what was going on for Thanksgiving. Yeah. The other big thing that was going on when you were there 
was the premiere of Frozen. Yeah, yeah. Now, in Disneyland, they had a meet and greet for Frozen, and they actually had Olaf, the snowman, on the roof, yeah, talking and interacting with the guests, which I, I looked at the, the video. The video is amazing. Yeah, I saw that. And he'd fall asleep, too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Just absolutely amazing. And and I looked to see whether or not they were doing the exact same thing over at Disney World, and they're not. Right. I they they had anything. like a photo yeah. meet and greet, I think, over at Norway. Yeah, yeah. That, um, it, I, I, do hear, uh, I do remember hearing about that. And I think that they had like uh, maybe like a couple of photo spots over in downtown Disney. Right. Um, what did you see as far as the presence of Frozen in the parks? Uh, it's only as far as merchandise in the stores. That's That's what I saw. Uh, you know, I didn't see on marquees. I'm sure I didn't go to Downtown Disney this time, but I know they had it at the movie theater down there. Yeah, the AMC theaters and the at, at Downtown Disney. But yeah, they had Frozen merchandise everywhere. I mean, but granted, it wasn't like um, so overt that it, you saw it in your face the minute you walked into the store. I mean, it was definitely had a presence, but it was mixed in with all the other characters. Mm-hmm. You know. The princess, Olaf, you know, the moose and all this kind of stuff. Now, what about Norway? In Norway, I well, I didn't get a chance to tour the countries as much mm-hmm. on this particular trip like I wanted to. Um, but I heard other guests sp- talking about, you know, how they took a picture with the princess. I forget her name. Um, um, Anna is Anna, one of yeah. them. Anna, yeah. Anna is one of the princesses. Uh, that were there. Olaf was out there too, doing a meet and greet kind of a thing. Uh, you know, so they had a walk around Olaf. I want. I don't know if it was a walk around Olaf. I just heard they said they had the snowman there. I, I didn't get a chance to see it. I don't know if it was walk around, if it was maybe like a little puppet or statue okay. or something, or maybe uh, uh, I'm not too sure. I remember a sure. statue. I don't remember a puppet. Yeah, it but might, I mean, might I was, have been I was a statue, looking yeah. at pictures online. Yeah, it might have been a statue. I'm not too sure. Like I said, I didn't get a chance to make it through the countries like I originally wanted. I made it as far as country wise. I made it to the uh, the, the Grand Marnier cart, <laughs> the, <laughs> the orange slushy yeah. Grand Marnier Grey Goose uh, slush thing. Can I tell you when I went to Disney World last time? It was it was freezing cold as well. Yeah, you know where I staked out? What? Hot sake in Japan. Oh yeah. Did y'all do that? No, we didn't. You know that was the best way to watch Illuminations. Yeah. Sipping some hot sake, waiting for the show to start. Oh, that's that's Wonderful. a good idea. Kept you warm. I mean, that would have been good. You could have been, yeah. been in uh, America sipping hot chocolate, I suppose. But, yeah. Uh, hot sake in Japan was great. Hot sake in Japan is really good. Speaking of which, you know, hot chocolate with a little bit of Bailey's is quite excellent. Ooh, <laughs> that's that does. We, sound my good. wife and I started mm-hmm. doing that. It's quite a tasty little treat. Uh, 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 nightcap so to speak, you know? Um, but yeah, we didn't, we kind of toured part of the countries. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a couple of things that, you know, I stepped into Epcot. I, I didn't get to get a chance to explore Epcot as much as I normally do. We went to Mouse Gear and I wanted to check out the new flavors at Club Cool. I saw where you, you, you sent out a picture yeah. about Beverly. Yeah, yeah, Beverly's still there. Mm-hmm. I didn't taste it because I know what Beverly tastes like, and I don't want to taste that again. <laughs> um, but some of the other flavors were good. They had like a watermelon one, of course, that was really a melon one that was actually really pretty killer. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, but, the, you know, a lot of these flavors I find at the World of Coke in Atlanta, too. Oh, really? Yeah, you know, they had a lot of these different kind of flavors. They had, a, they had Inca-Cola, you know, um, that, was that, that, that was in there that was pretty good, you know. So... A lot of these flavors I remember from when, because I, when I go to Atlanta, you know, I like to go to the World of Coke. It's actually a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It's a really neat little place. Um, it's like a Disney World for Coke, <laughs> Coca-Cola. It's actually kind of cool. Um, but yeah, they, uh, a lot of those flavors were there. You know, I remember a lot of the flavors and I was like, oh, yeah, okay, okay. It's neat, though. It is different, except for Beverly. Beverly's the only one that stayed because I guess it's most... For some reason, it's the most popular, <laughs> you know, and I saw, you know, kids getting other kids with Beverly 
tricks and stuff like that. So, you know, it was really nice. I tell you what, though, this was a trip for shirts for me. I kept messing up shirts. What do you mean? <laughs> well, when, uh, when the day we went to Epcot, which was like that Wednesday or whatever, uh, I went to Club Cool and the, the little watermelon uh, soda, you know, when it spills on your shirt, it really makes a red stain. You know, it doesn't stay. It washes out. But, you know, I, I don't know what I did, but I was tasting them all and I, I looked down and my shirt's got this big old red stain. <laughs> so what I did, we went to Mouse Gear and I bought a new shirt. Okay. Then there was one day I wore my little Saint shirt and I forgot. What, oh, I spilled coffee. I went to um, oh, Tamu Tamu Refreshments in Disney's Animal Kingdom, which actually has an incredible chicken curry dish that I ordered. I was there and I said, oh, I want to try that for breakfast. So I ordered it. My wife and I got coffees, the African coffees, which are actually really killer. Mm-hmm. It was some kind of African bean and they put whipped cream on top and stuff. But the first one I spilled all, o- all over me, all over my, out my shirt. Amazingly, it didn't land on my, sh- my jeans or anything else. It was weird. But definitely all on my shirt. The cast member saw I was like, oh, let me get you another one. They got me another one. It was very, very cool. Very, very cool of them. But, you know, I ended up going to the gift shop across the street, got another shirt. <laughs> and I can't remember. There was, I didn't really mess up. I didn't really have to buy no, another shirt on the third day because I think I messed it up, but I was able to get back. I think I was at the resort at the time, so I was able to uh, change shirts then. So that's why I call this my, tri- uh, my trip of, sh- of shirts. <laughs> I kept having to buy shirts or change shirts because it just it, it I kept messing up my shirts. Right. You know, for some strange reason, I I I, I don't know. Well, let me ask you this: While yeah. you were there, yes, did you ride the Jingle Cruise? The Jingle Cruise. Oh, at Disney Animal Kingdom. No, 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 no. The Jungle, Jungle Cruise, Cruise but they oh, the Jingle. No, I, I didn't get a chance. I did oh. see the signs for it and all. I missed out on it. I was um, anxious to hear about this. Yeah, I wanted to, but my kids really wanted to ride the carpets instead. <laughs> so we rode the magic carpets of Aladdin, and it didn't feel like going on some boat trip. And I was well, like, "Well, kids uh, can really ruin a Disney trip." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, I've come to accept the terms. Like when I go with my family and stuff, it's like I, um, you know, I, I'm gonna do the kiddie stuff. You know, I'm not gonna worry about baby swap or anything else like that. It's like we were talking earlier. We went to go get food. Um, it's like, you know, it, it, the part of the fun of riding those thrill rides is turning to the person next to you and saying, oh, isn't that awesome? Yeah. I mean, grad in Disney World, you could. But, you know, it's, it's, it's usually better, even better when you know the person. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, granted, yeah, there are some people there in Disney World that are really, really nice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they'll strike up a conversation with you and stuff. But, you know, you know when you have, you know, I wouldn't mind riding the thrill rides with my wife. That'll be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, or even with my kid, you know, my, my kids when they're older, I, I can't wait to take them on some of the thrill rides. But um, I saw the signs for Jingle Cruise and everything else. I heard people talking about it, and they said there was a it was a it was a riot. They loved it. Mm-hmm. It was enjoyable. I kind of wanted to do it, but it was like eh, they didn't feel like doing it. So it was a <laughs> bummer. I know that first night when we went and I saw the Jingle Cruise, Pirates was down, which was pretty wild. Really? Yeah, that's something I hardly ever see. Pirates nah, being right. down, but yeah, they, they, nobody could get in or anything else. It was all shut down. I don't know exactly what it was or what the issue was, but you know, maybe they didn't thank the ghost or whatever. <laughs> so <laughs> I say good night uh, to the ghost. Dude. Oh, that's right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other thing I wanted to ask you was, yeah. uh, in terms of, because um, we're, we're we're in the last month of it, it was limited time magic. Oh, gosh. I totally forgot about that. Oh, did you? So yeah. you don't know what Limited Time Magic was there while you were I there? had no idea. Oh, oh my goodness. What Do you know? No, I don't know. That's what I'm asking you. No. <laughs> there was no presence of Limited Time Magic 
in that in the parks whatsoever during that time. I did, if there was, I couldn't tell you what it was to be honest. Uh huh. You know, I didn't see signs or anything different. I saw a lot of Christmas. The Christmas stuff in actuality kind of overpowered whatever was there. You know. Uh huh. Are you looking it up? You, I'm trying to look it up right now to find out what the limited time magic was while you were there to see what you missed out on. Because there's supposed to be one every week, right? Or every week. Like that? That's huh. why we're in the last. We're in the last, the last month, month of month it. of so, yeah. Yeah, so I was kind of curious to see what it was. And, and granted, you know, it, it hasn't been near the kind of promotion that you would have hoped it would have been. Right. But still, as regular Disney Parks blog readers know, the, Jing- the Jungle Cruise attraction at both Disneyland Park and Magic Kingdom Park have been transferred into the transformed into the Jingle Cruise for the holidays. And beginning today as part of limited time magic, you can celebrate the holiday enhancement by taking home a commemorative Jingle Cruise mini poster while supplies last. And this is as of November 22nd. So you would have been there on November 22nd. Oh, I could have gotten a poster. You could have got, but as a limited uh, supplies, mini poster yeah, while yeah. supplies last. Uh, if you would have gone, and, and here's the post right here for you. Yeah. Beginning November 22nd, the special posters will be available while supplies last at the Oasis Courtyard outside the exit of the attraction in uh, Disneyland Park. Okay. So, so you, it was... Uh, uh, you could have had this beauty right here. Oh, look at that. And, and, and for those who can't see it, it's a picture of an elephant. Uh, and a hippo with a Santa, Cla- Santa Claus hat on, and the Jungle Cruise boat itself with right. a wreath on the front, and one of the, um, the well, the skipper of the boat uh, has a Santa Claus hat as well. Red and white for the boat, green for the jungle. Right, it's, it's right, It's a nice right. little boat, and it's one of the old school style. Yeah, yeah, um, poster type poster. things. Yeah. Right. So you could have had. I could have had one. Oh Mini bummer! Poster, but you know. Oh bummer. Yeah, so not so that well, was, if yeah. you would have done it though, if you I would have done it, I would have gotten one. Yeah. So that was a limited time magic for that week. I told you know, I, and when I left, I totally forgot to look that up to see what my limited time magic thing would be. You see, you should have checked in with me. I was frantically working down questions. I know. You. I see that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> lame, lame, lame on my part. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's right. But now, you know, that comes to mind since we're coming in here. I wonder if they're going to announce anything for next year. As That's far as limited question. time magic, I'd be curious. You know. I, I guess time will tell. I mean, we don't have that much time longer, but I'm sure they're gonna, they might announce something on New Year's again. Right? Well, they already have it announced for what's going on in terms of um, the, the last couple of weeks of Limited Time Magic. But yeah, yeah in terms of uh, what's going on for next year, no. Not next year's happened. promotion kind of deal. I haven't heard anything yet. I hope it's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Uh-huh. Um, I saw, I, I sent you a picture of some construction sites from uh, um, Disney's Animal Kingdom regarding the new Avatar Land and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, they had some construction walls up when I went to go see the Lion King musical, which I'm very sad actually to see that they're going to change that. But, you know, it was a, it's a really neat show. We sat in the elephant section this time, so that was pretty <laughs> cool. My, my kid got to do the little elephant sound and everything else. Nice. Um, so that was neat. I'm trying to think uh, if there's anything else I got. Well, that was unique. You have any questions? You have any oh, more questions? oh, you got more questions? I oh, well, go worked, for it. dude. Uh, you oh, you had this. fun. I worked. All right. You're right on. Go all for right. It. While you were in Magic Kingdom. Yes. Now, we all know about Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom, that little interactive yeah, role-playing yeah. game that they have. Uh-huh. Did you have a chance to do that, or did you have a chance to do the new Pirates uh, Adventure uh, Seven Seas Treasure um, 
adventure game that they have in the role playing game over at the uh, Magic Kingdom. I didn't get a chance to play any of that this time, but I saw people playing it mm-hmm. before. And the last trip I did back in June, not Mardi Gras, but in June, I um, uh, my godchild actually played it. He did a little thing, you know. Really? Did Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom? Yeah, he got some cards, and he, um, he he was doing that whole thing, you know, standing in that little spot and everything else. But I saw people playing it, and I heard the sounds all over the place. You know, it wasn't as crowded as I thought it would be. I, 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 I didn't notice it. Like, I remember when they first rolled out Sorcerers, like when you go through Adventureland, um, this was back in Mardi Gras, too. Um, I saw crowds in line yeah. to do the thing. And it, was, yeah. it almost kind of got in the way as you're trying to make through Adventureland. You know, they had to ask a lot of times for people to make sure that they moved the line, curved the line side and everything else. We were there in February, and you couldn't... I mean, I tried it just because I wanted to see what it was. Yeah. Because so many people were doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. This time, I didn't notice them as much. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they, they organized it better, or uh, the times that I went, there wasn't as many people just doing it. You know, it's... Uh, but it wasn't anything that hindered my progress through the park, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I could still hear the sounds. I noticed the little stars, the little signs and stuff built into the sidewalk or... Mm-hmm. Uh, of extra things that could happen. Um, and in fact, it was funny. I was looking at the Main Street windows, and they had the, um, the Mickey Christmas Carol kind of, th- or kind of a thing. Yeah. And the sun was shining right on one of the windows. You could see what would light up mm-hmm. if you had one of the Sorcerer's the Magic Kingdom's cards because <laughs> the sign was kind of illuminating everything that was supposed to be hidden, I guess. Okay. So I was like, oh, okay, something's supposed to be written there, and they read it and stuff like that. That was cute. Nice. You know, but it was yeah. I didn't get a chance to check that out, but I, I might have to do that ne- on the next trip. Now, did you go to Downtown Disney? I did not this time. Oh, oh you know what would I do? I went to Downtown Disney to eat our last meal on the way out, which was Raglan Road, and stopped by the World of Disney to pick up another daughter sticker for the van. So, did did you see the uh, the? Well, A, did you see Splitsville, and B, did you see the progress of the uh, the n- new Disney Springs? No, I didn't, and I couldn't. Uh, um, I went to Raglan Road. Mm-hmm. Which is where the Disney Springs thing is supposed to be initiated, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and if you remember, Raglan Road is on, I guess, the east side of downtown Disney or something. I don't know. It's on the side close to the the um, Fulton's Crab House. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't notice anything as far construction there. I don't. Okay. I don't know. I didn't see anything regarding Disney Springs. I didn't see. It. However, I did see the new parking lots. Okay. And they make for going through that area, those streets, a little bit tougher because. I know when you go going by entrance one to downtown Disney, um, they have a big crosswalk for the people that park have to park across the street, mm-hmm. you know. And man, sometimes that that thing can get congested. And even though, you know, you're st- you, you you had the right of way to turn, you still gotta wait for those people to cross. And yeah. sometimes you don't get a chance to turn, man, because there's just so many people crossing Absolutely. that walkway. It's pretty wild, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw more traffic control. Than I ever have in the past at Downtown Disney, you know, mm-hmm. um, they 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 changed like usually uh, all the cars would go in one direction, but they put that saw lines of cones and stuff with people with um, people indicating which way to go, which way you could turn and stuff like that. So they 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 had a lot more traffic control presence in Downtown Disney than I've ever seen before. Hmm. Now, I didn't get a chance to see Splitsville. Um, I heard people talking about Splitsville and stuff like that. Uh, that's about it. I didn't get a chance because I didn't make it over that side of the right, downtown right. Disney, and I, I didn't get. I didn't really. I thought I'd see more when I went to Raglan Road, uh, more ideas of construction, but I didn't really notice anything. 
You know, mm-hmm. I, I didn't really notice anything in the works, okay. so, to, so to speak, um, regarding the new Springs idea. Okay. Disney Springs. I don't know. I mean, it was, it was, it was it, you know, I, I didn't text you anything because I didn't really see anything. <laughs> you know, I was, I was like, I thought there'd be something noticeable well, I, here. I got the text on Avatar Land. So, yeah, yeah I, I didn't know whether or not you had matriculated over that way or not. But yeah. What about the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train? Yeah, this, I mean, it's, uh. How's the it tracks looking? Compl- it's looking pretty good. Close? It's close. It's definitely close. They still have a lot of outside theming, it looks like. The track is complete. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't get a chance to see any of the cars running. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know they said they were test- doing some testing and stuff on the track. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you can start to see a little bit of everything happening. You know, now a bunch of times I know I wa- when I saw it, it was at night. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get a, a full daytime uh, viewing of it. Uh, but... It was. It's definitely progressed a lot since I went there in Mardi Gras. Okay. You know, so I'm looking forward to seeing that open soon. You know, that that should be a lot of fun. And what about the Rapunzel bathroom charging area? How did oh, that I work? saw that. That was cute. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't charge anything. Uh, I usually bring my own chargers. But it, with the times that I went, I mean, it didn't look that crowded. You know, it really didn't look that crowded. I mean, it looks like a forest of trees and stuff. Because um, for for Small World and Peter Pan in that area of Fantasyland, the stroller parking's right by it, you know. Mm-hmm. So you could see Rapunzel Tower, and that was really really cool. And you know the bathrooms and uh, the charging. St- There's a bunch of charging stations. It was a lot more than I expected when I first saw them. I was like, oh my god, there's a lot, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. I saw people using them. They had a charging, just sitting there, and just waiting for people to get off of like, a Small World or something like that. And they were just sitting there charging the phones or whatever else, you know. But it was actually pretty cool. And it seemed like it could accommodate a lot of people. A lot, a lot of people. I was, I was, I was actually taken aback when I first saw it. Because I was walking from Pecos Bill to Fantasyland to start riding the rides. And I was, I was definitely taken aback by how many uh, stations I actually saw. You know, because with this tree, there's a bunch of other stations within it, too. And I was just like, man, this is a lot. Yeah. You know? it, it, it didn't... You know, it, 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 I, I wouldn't say it hindered the walkways as much as I thought it would, you know. Uh, but then again, at the same time, that little area, if you're going from like Fantasyland to Frontierland and Liberty uh, Square and stuff, you know, it always kind of gets a little congested because it does right. narrow out. Yeah. It gets a little bit narrow in that little area. So uh, I, I didn't really notice anything as far as congestion difference mm-hmm. um, than anything that's normal. When, when walking through that area, so, hmm. but it it's it's quite a large area. It definitely is a large area, you know. So it was cool. I might have to try it just to try it, but you know, it'd be it, it w- I, I'm just thinking it wouldn't be anything more exciting than just me plugging my phone into a socket, <laughs> you know, and charging it that Her way. Her hair so. wouldn't light up when you did it. No, right? I didn't see any hair. I didn't see light up. You know, my kids uh, noticed the tower and they knew it was Rapun- or at least my oldest knew it was Rapunzel's tower. Uh-huh. But, yeah, there was no golden hair or anything else. Yeah, I thought it would have been a cool touch, but oh, well. It would have been. Yeah, that would have been special. That would have been magical. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's all my questions. So what do you got? What really? Wouldn't I have? I, well, uh, I, thought, I thought I did a good job. I thought I had quite a bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. you had a good bit. Um, I, I did. Uh, uh, well, let's what, see. What have I not covered that you want to discuss? Let's see. I talked about the short ribs I had at Pecos Bill, which were awesome. I talked about the Fast Pass Plus thing. Um, let's see. I talked about those pumpkin pancakes. 
Talk about the Tusker House. The Tusker House uh, Thanksgiving meal that was actually really, really killer. Oh, I got a chocolate martini there, mm. which was actually really, really good. That does sound good. <laughs> yeah. And then I got this pineapple caipirinha. Caipirinha is being a Brazilian drink uh, made with sugarcane rum and stuff like that. They had actually a pineapple version there. That was actually very, very tasty. Nice. And the food was all good. They had standard pumpkin pie. It was pretty killer. The couscous was awesome. The curry was incredible. You know, that was really, really cool. Um... Let's see. Uh, so I'm trying to think what Thanksgiving Day was all about the Animal Kingdom. Oh, uh, you know, I, uh, they had that still had that jamming jungle parade. And I discovered, mm-hmm. you know, when I went to Animal Kingdom, I discovered a lot of paths. I didn't really, you know, I always hear people talk about it, but I actually saw them this time and took them. You know, the, I mean, there's there's a lot of roads not taken by your normal everyday guest. Yeah. You know, so I found them to be very helpful as far as. Um, it's a great uh, park for just wandering. Yeah, it's a great park for wandering, and it's a great park for getting from one place to another via a shortcut. Yeah, I, I find to myself that, you know, of, of all the parks that I go to, um, no matter what, I don't need a map for Magic Kingdom, I don't need a map for Epcot, and I don't need a map for, uh, for Hollywood Studios. Yeah. Animal Kingdom, I can find myself getting lost in here to there. Yeah. Because I mean, yeah, there's so many little nooks and yeah. crannies that you can walk through. Mm-hmm. And then there's animals there. And it's like, oh, my goodness. Somebody would be like, meet me at, you know, uh, Flame Tree Barbecue. Yeah. And I need a map to figure it out. Right. And I discovered that there, I mean, I guess they're color-coded or something. But I discovered the, the green trail that what goes right under or through the, um, um, the Tree of Life, you know. The gra- there's a trail that and when you exit out of A Bug's Life, mm-hmm. uh, the Bug's Life attraction, um, you empty out onto that trail, basically. Yeah, I know exactly where you're Yeah, I didn't realize that was a trail, because usually when I empty out of Bugs Life, I go out the other way um, towards the main uh, strip. But you can go also go left, and there's a bunch of other animals hidden back there. I had no idea. Now, I was going to ask you, and that you say that, did, did your kids do the Wilderness Explorer? No, they didn't do that. Yeah, okay. we, we saw Doug, and we saw whatever, uh, what's, what's Russell. the kid's name? Russell, yeah. We saw them taking pictures, and we saw the wilderness explorer things, and they look actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it almost kind of remind me of the the kid the kid cop fun stops <laughs> in Epcot. You know, yeah. there was a lot of interactivity. Like uh, when you got to this one particular part by Asia, uh, they had a whole inkling set up. You know, if if, if familiar uh, like Gavinese jamal, uh, gamelan and stuff like that, percussion instruments. It's like these tune bamboo things, and they had a little uh, uh, adventure car with uh, saw people doing it. You know, you show them the car, and they'll go up and give you a stamp, and then they'll, they'll tell you to play a little tune mm-hmm. uh, with these tune bamboo th- uh, things called anklung, you know, which is a very gamelan-type <laughs> instrument. And it actually was really, really neat. Mm-hmm. Really, really, really neat, you know. Uh, so I saw people doing it. I didn't get a chance to uh, do it ourselves. My kids, you know, they're not really into that or right, anything right. else. You know, they, they wanted to see the animals, or they mm-hmm. just wanted to walk around or eat. You know, I, I discovered the frozen margarita cart. <laughs> <laughs> listeners are going to think all I did was drink but no we, you know, it's just like you know it was, it was like even Ooh. when he was in his room folks all he did was all yeah that's all we did all we did with drinks but you know it's like oh you know we're on vacation you know the adults are going to get a little adult drinky poo here you know <laughs> nothing wrong with that um, not at all but we tried it we've, we've discovered that when you order drinks from the cart it's never as good as the ones you get from the restaurant or counter mm-hmm. service or something like that so we'll always go with the um, um, but other than the Grand Monnier slush cart because that's a special drink. Um, you know, we'll maybe avoid some of the margarita carts and stuff. Because <laughs> they're just never as good mm-hmm. as when we get them from a, like a sit-down restaurant or something else. Like, uh, maybe, this, maybe it's the bartender or something like that. 
Well, let me ask you, how does the, uh, in terms of the hotels that you've stayed at, where's the Polynesian rank? Oh, Polynesian's like, well, that's kind of tough. Um, I guess is a very close second to Bay Lake Tower. Bay Lake Tower is number yeah. one. Yeah. You know, yeah. and even like, like Polynesian DVC, um, it, I think it's because of ease of access to the Magic Kingdom. You know, I, I can see that. That's my only issue with it is that it's in the middle. So, like, it's three stops from the Magic Kingdom to Polynesian, two stops mm-hmm. to the uh, Magic Kingdom from the Polynesian, you mm-hmm. know? And so, it's kind of like in the middle, you got to kind of wait, you know, whereas, like, Bay Lake Tower, I could walk to the Magic Kingdom and I'm first stop back, and that's it. I'm done, you know? I very, s- very easy. I've stayed at the Polynesian recently. I've stayed at the, the Grand Floridian recently. Contemporary, I stayed at when I was eight. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm very much looking forward to one day yes. staying at the Contemporary again. Yes. Um, actually, you know, there I could have taken the boat that goes from Polynesian to the Magic Kingdom, but I didn't feel like dealing with that with a stroller and everything else. No, yeah. no, no, no. We've I mean, done that before. And, and it, it was really, really cold. <laughs> yeah. Not only that, I mean, it, that weight, if you don't get if you don't just walk right on the boat, yeah, that way can be miserable. Yeah, so I didn't want to do that. You know, it's probably easier with a stroller just to go onto the monorail. Did you see the electrical water pageant? I did. I did. I nice. Heard, and I also heard it from afar too. You Great. Know? So that I mean, that's that's just awesome. One of my favorite little pleasures. Yeah, I caught. I made. Sure, you know, it's funny. In my room, I was able to hear the fireworks too, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, from across the lake. You know, so that was that was it was pretty present. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm sitting there watching TV. I'm like, what the heck is that? Oh, speaking of that, I was in a resort. I was watching resort television. Not resort television, but we were in the, the hotel room, the Polynesian room. And I didn't know. My, my kid apparently knew they had this uh, version of the story. But they had toy, the Toy Story Tower. No, oh, the Tower of... Um, Toy Story Tower or oh, something like no, that. You're talking about the terror? Yeah, the, the terror, yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking Toy about. Toy Story of Terror or something Toy, like that. Uh, well, yeah, Toy Story of Terror, I think is what it's called. I think you're right. Yeah, you haven't seen that? I have not seen that. Oh, and that is good. freaking awesome. I want to buy it. Yeah. It, or it, something, you know? You Well, you can if you... If you I, I downloaded it online. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you, you can find it online. They have Combat Carl, man. He's freaking awesome. Yeah, Combat Carl, Carl Weathers. Yeah. I want more Combat Carl in Toy Story yeah. movies, man. That was a nice, uh, that was a refer- nice setup. <laughs> he refers to himself in the third person. All the time. It was freaking awesome, you know? Combat yeah. Carl never gives up. Combat <laughs> Carl finds a way. <laughs> Combat Carl was fun. <laughs> that um, was just brilliant. Yeah. You know? No, Toy Story, uh, uh, Toy Story of Terror was very, very good. That was something that just debuted uh, this past uh, Halloween. Oh, really? One of the things that they just did. Uh, yeah, that was neat. Because apparently, I think it was Wednesday night, the night before Thanksgiving, they had a whole string of Toy Story movies. So that's what we did. Yep. I mean, that evening, we just stayed in the hotel room, got room service, <laughs> and we watched all the Toy Story stuff. And man, that freaking Toy Story of Terror was awesome. Yeah, it was <laughs> I got to really have good. that. I got to watch that again. It, it was, last I checked, it was on YouTube illegally. And yeah. You could download it off of YouTube and, and yeah. watch it to your heart's content. And, and I certainly did that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, g- great show. Yeah. So we, I discovered that, you know, it, it, that was, that was a nice little boon to the trip. Uh, was there anything else? Oh, you know, I, I did a welcome home Wednesday for the first time ever. This is like a little program for DVC people. Um, they do this thing called welcome home Wednesday, which is in the dance hall at the boardwalk. Nice. And, uh, it's like, it's like, you know, they do, they play games. Um, it's, it's, they like, it's somewhat of like a promotion for their other properties and stuff. 
uh, uh, or other things that you could do with your DVC account kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, like they'll talk about Alani just a little bit, but it's not all in your face. Like, you know, this is what you can get and stuff. They kind of touch upon it. They throw pictures up on the big screen. But a lot of times they'll pull the members up and their guests um, and they'll uh, do games and stuff you nice. know, for prizes. Everybody got a pin uh, who participated in the games. You know, they had things like, uh, um, you know, you, you have like a, a spring attached to your forehead with a, uh, with a, with a, a headband. And then you have to try to fling the spring up like a slinky <laughs> up onto your forehead and make it stay. You know, <laughs> so they had games like that. Um, they had like a dress up, like a kilt kind of thing. Nice. Uh, like they, they brought up two couples and they, they had the, 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 the guys were like the mannequins. And then the, the wives were blindfolded and they had to put like a whole Scottish outfit together <laughs> onto <laughs> them. So I got the pictures of a, a friend of mine actually did that. Uh, we met down there, and he, he, they participated in that competition. And actually, yeah, they actually won. Um, but everybody nice. got, like, this welcome home pin, you know. I I was kind of scared because I didn't do any of the thing, and I didn't get a pin. I was like, I want a pin. <laughs> but we we all took a picture, and um, there's two hosts. It was almost like a Chester and a Hester type host. There's a yeah. guy and a girl. And uh, the girls, the woman's uh, daughters happened to be there. Okay. You know, and, you know, my kids' names are Ella and Lily. Ella being the oldest, and she has daughters that were there named Ellen Lily. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah, it was the craziest thing, but it's reversed. Her, her Lily is old, the oldest, and the Ella is the youngest. And so they met. They met our kids, you know. Um, uh, for, I mean, the reason why they caught their attention is because we walked into the place, and both kids were out asleep in the stroller. <laughs> you know, I mean, we had to all wear name tags, and then we put the name tags on the stroller, and that's when they discovered the name. And so be, just because of that, the, the, the kids' names, they, they, they gave us pins. So nice. I got a welcome, home, a welcome Home Wednesday pin, which I'm very happy about. That's awesome. So that was really cool. And then all the, uh, everybody that was in there got a DVC hat. You know, even if, the guests of, of DVC people could, could attend and stuff. So, um, yeah, it was actually really, really neat. It was, it was a nice change of pace. Uh, one, I've never been in a dance hall at uh the boardwalk and two it was i've never been to the welcome home wednesday and it was actually really 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 neat mm-hmm. and um so that was a lot of fun if uh, we will probably uh well i'll talk about that later <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was getting to we probably won't get to do that uh because of when we leave but you know you know that's neither here nor there right <laughs> um let's see is there anything else that i th- uh, thought about the bathrooms are freaking awesome at the polynesian I don't know what's on the. I don't know what the bathroom floor is made out of, but it was really nice on my feet. It felt great. <laughs> it felt like I was standing on like a, like a, a soft kind of furry pillow or something. Nice. It wasn't furry. It looked like a whole bamboo theme. I thought the room was really killer. Yeah, double sinks were awesome. You know, Polynesian was, rooms are killer. Yeah, pillar, the Polynesian rooms are just awesome. I loved it. I loved it. Still partial to the Grand Floridian. Yeah, nice. Now I said I think I posted this on Facebook and I shot you a text, but. Uh, we were actually late for our breakfast reservation. You know, almost yeah, like an did. hour, almost like an hour late. And they still sat. Yeah. And they still sat us. You know, yeah. and it's like, yeah, we had a little trouble with the oldest daughter. You know, the, she was a little cranky and stuff. Uh, um, and so we had a little trouble getting her going. Um, but I said, ah, let's just try it and see what's up. You know, and they're like, oh yeah, we could sit you down. You know, it's like, yeah, sorry we're late. It's like, well, at least you showed up. Well, you know, and that that kind you of. Know, yeah, that, that goes like all the people who complain about, oh, Disney charges us if yeah. we don't show up for right. a reservation. If you make an honest effort, yeah, 
Yeah, because I went to I was like, no look, we ha- I had an 840 reservation. And I know I'm almost an hour late. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I just wanted to see if you can accommodate us. If not, I understand totally. And she was like, oh, I don't know. And uh, she pulled up. She had the, I, I had uh, one of the ladies come up with a tablet and she mm-hmm. pulled up like our name and apparently there's like five other families that didn't show up either. Yeah. And it's like, you know, well, you know, the good, at least you showed up Yeah. <laughs> and you and walked right on in, you know? And that, 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 that has got to happen all the time yeah. because when you're dealing with young ones, they have moods, right. they have illnesses, they have all kinds of issues. So yeah, yeah. I'm sure that's a very common occurrence Yeah. Uh, over there. And the fact that you made an honest effort, like I said, that's why I don't really mind them with the with the whole cancellation policy right, thing. Right, right. Because as long as you make an honest effort, I think you're going to be fine. Yeah, I, I, I'm convinced that they're they're going to try to work with you, either way. They they understand the situation and stuff like that. I mean, what the worst they could say is no, we can't. Right. You know, and then you just you know you do you you got to acknowledge the fact that yeah you're super late. Yeah. Um, usually, and, and you know I read this online. It's like if you're going to be late, you can call the restaurant directly and tell them. Yeah. You know, and I guess I could have done that, but I wasn't. I was busy trying to get the oldest going. Um, and I guess I could have called him, and I still would have been accommodated and stuff like that. But the yeah. fact that they were able to do that, I thought that was really, really neat. You yeah. Know, we walked right on in. You know, sat, ate, went on with our day. It was great. Yeah. Really, really great. You know. Um, let's see. Was there anything else? Let me think here. No. Nothing. Nothing especially new. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So we did a pretty good job of covering everything. Yeah, I think we covered everything. I mean, it was a shorter trip than I usually take. I usually take one-week trips. But yeah. This was like maybe like three days or so, mm-hmm. you know. So it was, I, I, I did as much as we could. I mean, the fact that it was like super, super cold. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um, it was neat. I had I, I got the first day I showed up, I was in shorts. The rest of the time, I was in jeans and mm-hmm. bundled up completely. Like, I, I even brought my, like, my Chicago winter gear. You know, I'm glad nice. I did. You know, I, I had some long johns underneath my jeans and I had some thick winter socks, but it kept me warm the entire day, you know. Um, but toward the end of the week, it started to get to the point where you needed peelable clothing. Yeah. You know, it started to get hot again. And on Friday, I, I was happy. I was determined to wear shorts. I don't care how cold it was. Uh, but luckily, I wore shorts and the day, for the most part, was pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Until we when we had a three o'clock reservation at Crystal Palace. We went in to eat dinner. I think we got out maybe like 5 o'clock, 4.30, 5 o'clock. It was freezing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, a friend of ours was there, happens to be there in the park. And we wanted to hang with them, but that's like, man, we're not dressed for this weather. <laughs> you yeah. Know? So, again, we went back to the hotel and then chilled out in the hotel. And because it was so cold, we didn't, we didn't bother leaving the room. It was just really nice. <laughs> you know, and, and that, that's good when you, when you can go ahead because really – Relaxing at the room. The room is such a great place to begin with yeah. as well, especially when you're staying at one of the deluxe hotels. Yeah, and I, 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 I mean, I really enjoy that resort, and yeah. I would stay there again. That's definitely worth. Absolutely. How you like the torches? The torches are cool. Yeah. Yeah, the torches are really, really, really neat. You know, and I want to uh, next time I go, I want to try to do a Ohana thing because yeah. I've never really, I've never really done Ohana. You gotta do Ohana. Uh, but I like to experience. Ohana. I'm sure I'd love it. And there's so many people that. Uh, I have done it. Oh, yeah. Um, the guy, uh, and I sent you pictures of him. The guy does the ukulele as your wife. Oh, wonderful. The whole thing. Yeah. Now, did, let me ask you this real quick. I mean, and, and yeah. you can edit this out. I mean, but did you go at night? One of the, my favorite things to do is like, my wife goes to bed fairly early. I'm, yeah. I'm a night owl. Yeah. One of my favorite things to do is to go out on the beach at night. And if you went out on the beach at night after the parks are closed, you could hear across. Yeah. 
Bay Lake. You could hear. Well, I'm sorry. I'm saying Bay Lake, but it's really the Seven Seas Lagoon. Seven Seas Lagoon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can hear um, them rehearsing. Oh, really? Yes. Like, you know, there were times where I would go out and you could hear Mickey and Minnie talking from the Magic Kingdom and it, the sound would carry. And you're like, wow, Disney is amazing. Look at this. They, they go so far as to have Mickey and Minnie talking when the park is closed. So that way people who are wandering the beach at night knows that Mickey and Minnie live there. And, that, and, and no, if you listen to it right. long enough, you realize they were running whatever show they were preparing right, for. Right, right. So uh, that was a really nice touch. And I remember... That's a neat... It sounds like a neat atmospheric effect if you're over there. I had to pull my wife out the following night. And I was like, you got to come down to the beach at night. Right. Just trust me. And we got down to the beach at night. And sure enough, unless she was listening, I was like, what is that? That's Mickey and Minnie. And yeah, you can hear them. And there's Goofy and there's Donald. And then you, again, you realize that the park was closed. Right, right. They must be doing guest rehearsal. I mean, not guest rehearsal, but I mean... um, Like a show rehearsal or something, whatever. Run through or something like that. Yeah. That's actually pretty neat. Mm-hmm. There was one last thing I want to talk about. And my last meal on the way out before we drove out was at Raglan Road, which is one of my favorite places to eat. But it's been a while since I've been there to eat. But I got I got to tell you this: um, if you guys go, uh, they give you bread. It's a some type. It's it's Irish soda bread, but to dip, it's an olive oil with a Guinness and brown sugar reduction in it, <laughs> dude. Can I tell you how awesome that olive oil was with That's, that little that Guinness and brown great. sugar? Yeah. And, you know, I asked the waitress, I was like, how do they make that? It's like, well, it's just Guinness and brown sugar. And they just cook it down into this little syrupy stuff. And then they pour the olive oil, which is not spiced, by the way. Normally uh, they serve spice, but it's not. Just mm-hmm. regular olive oil. And they put that reduction in there. It's, it makes it for a nice little sweet dipping sauce for the, uh, for the soda bread that they gave us. Yeah. For, dude, it was incredible. <laughs> Absolutely incredible, you know. Oh, and I guess it was a Thanksgiving thing, but I got I got a pumpkin soup that they had. Nice, which is actually really, 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 really good. That was tasty. Uh, but yeah, Raglan Rose is my favorite places to go. But I had to mention that 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 dipping sauce thing because it was just ridiculously yummy. That's awesome. I, I might have to try to make that myself, but I have, <laughs> to, I have to see if I can find a recipe, or I just have to experiment with the amounts of Guinness <laughs> to brown sugar olive ratio oil. yeah olive oil and all that yeah. kind of business you know yeah let me look oh you know what was fun hmm. uh discovering at captain cook's that uh we have a dole whip fountain <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> you know you're right yeah the, absolutely at captain cook's in the yep. polynesian hotel you're right you and you can it. pile it up as high as you want as you're mm-hmm. able to carry yeah i asked the cast member I was like so have you seen any wipeouts he's like oh yeah there's always a bunch <laughs> People try to stack it too high, and it just mm. falls all over the floor. <laughs> and I got to give them another cup. It's actually kind of funny, <laughs> you know. Um, but, yeah, I, I love that. And you could also get the vanilla whip, I guess. And then you can um, – they had the scent – on the left was the vanilla. On the right was the pineapple, the dole whip. Um, and the, in the middle, you could do that swirl that they do in the Adventureland. You, know, you can get that swirl, which is basically vanilla – Soft serve and a Dole Whip pineapple. Nice. Yeah, so that was actually pretty, pretty, pretty good. I, I brought all my receipts. I know. I see you're looking through them. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking on this. just to make sure that I didn't forget anything um, that I wanted to tell you guys. So I, I, this was a really good uh, uh, eating trip for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. Because <laughs> I know you said every time you go over there, like eating is not like one of the things you do and that you've partaken this time. Yeah. I, I'm, all, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, it was very good. 
for me, food is half the fun. I don't know what I'd do on a trip to Disney World without Coral Reef, without Ohana, without California Grill, without yeah. Artist Point. I don't know. I'm looking through the receipts. Maybe I did drink a lot this trip. <laughs> <laughs> well, you yeah, remember, yeah. so that's that's a good sign. Shangri-La Cooler. I don't remember that. I don't even Shangri-La know that Cooler? Yeah, this is at the, the, oh, the Animal Kingdom Upcountry Beverage Cart. Nice. I don't know what that was. Oh, okay. you know what? That, that's, that's a little, I know what that is. That's okay. like a, nan, a non-alcoholic uh, frozen margarita for the kids. Cool. It was like a strawberry flavor, and the kids liked it. Because, you know, the, the, the baby wanted to taste our margaritas. And I was like, oh, you can't have this. So nah. I decided to go get them something similar. Uh, let's see. I bought a Mickey train for the kids. That's what that receipt is about. Mickey train? Yeah, there's a little remote control Mickey train yes. toy. Yes, yes. You know, okay. so we bought one because the baby wanted to play with it. I was like, mm. okay, I'll buy that. And we played with it in the room. Only discovered the package says you only need AAA batteries. But the remote needs a 9-volt. Which my wife didn't see anywhere on the package that said that you need a nine volt too. Interesting. She thought it was maybe all triple A's, which makes sense to me, um, but I didn't see anything. Uh, you you got to see this to appreciate this, guys. I mean, Kevin is going through uh, th- what a meticulous uh, keeping of receipts. Yes, very. That, that I, I mean, I, I cannot believe. I, I never get my receipts end up bunched up in my back pocket and thrown away when I get home. Kevin has got his receipts organized and is going through each and every one of them right yes. now to try and find something that he can tell you all about <laughs> that you might not have tried. That's, that's what Kevin goes through, too. Yes, I do. You know, and I, made it, I made it a point, especially this time, to keep it in a little Ziploc so I didn't lose it. <laughs> um, oh, you know, here's one thing. Okay. Um, room service. Okay, an 18% gratuity is automatically added. Okay. You know, and let's see. Plus, there's a little $3 trip charge. You know, to to bring it. That's that's the things you got to just remember about getting room service at Disney. You have those two charges. So it's almost similar like the Tables in Wonderland, you know, because there's an 18 percent gratuity added to Tables in Wonderland. um, But you got your 20 percent discount. So it's in essence like a two percent discount when you add it all up. But, you know, um, that's 20 percent off of alcohol, liquor and everything else, you know. And so it's not it's not so, so, so bad. So this is kind of like. uh, using your discount tables in Wonderland, but without the 20% discount plus the $3. I guess it's nothing like the tables in Wonderland discount. No, yeah, I was going to say, I'm trying to follow along with that. Yeah, now, 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 now I'm talking about it. It's like, yeah, it's nothing like it. But anyway, I guess the only thing is like it adds the 18% gratuity or additional. You know? okay. So if you wanted to tip your server in addition, you can, but just realize that there is a gratuity already added to that. Yes. On top of a trip charge. But yeah, I think I went through all my receipts and uh, it looks like that I, get, I covered everything on nice. the show. So you did a good yeah, job. that was my trip for at this particular point in time. You know, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of good eating. It was really relaxing. Mm-hmm. Other than the fact that it was super, super cold and we went. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't think I like going when it's that cold. <laughs> 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 you know, it's just too much clothing to deal with. You know, I, I remember when you text you texted me at some point in time because y'all were having lapu lapus back in the room. Yes. And when you texted me, we were literally out at Celebration in the Oaks, which is yeah. this little um, Christmas celebration that they do uh, in, in City, City Park, Park yeah. in New Orleans, New Orleans yep. and it was. Freezing cold. Really? Yeah. And, you know, it, it doesn't get that way normally in November. And, and to give you an idea, right now, Kevin and I are doing this show in my man cave in December in shorts. With the air conditioning on. With the air conditioning on. Yeah. 
for whatever reason, whatever happened in November, that cold front that came through, it was just ungodly. Yeah, it was pretty wild. Yes. So um, when he texted me that, I, it was too cold to literally respond because <laughs> my hands were already numb because I'm carrying a drink in one hand and my child in another. And so to put the child down, and, and the, the, now the hand with the drink was already numb because it's suspended, so the, the blood isn't flowing quite as it would. Plus, you have the ice in the drink, which at that point in time kills the hand. So the hand doesn't work anymore. So I, I, my, and I texted Kevin the next day, I'm sorry, I saw your text. My hands were literally numb because they were frozen <laughs> oh, from wow. the bad weather but because we were at Christmas in the Oaks and we were right. outside. So that kind of weather, yes, yes that can yes. be abnormally miserable. Yeah, that was wild. I remember going one time and we went to go see Fantasmic yeah. in that weather. And the weather was so bad, I had to stop and I had to buy a jacket. And we bought hot chocolates. Oh, and yeah. And sat there and bundled up to watch Fantasmic. And it was, it was a nice show. But, yeah, it, it does. I mean, you have to be outside when you go to Disney. Oh, you know, I was so happy. And I was on Main Street. I saw a hot chocolate cart. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't get any because we were running our way up because it started raining on us. Well, you know, and that was one of my questions as well. But we had talked about this previously. Is whether yeah. that you went to the Very Merry Christmas party because that's one thing that you notice when you go to a very merry christmas party there is just hot chocolate stands everywhere people are just dying to really? give you free hot chocolate yeah and th- cookies it's i think they broke it out during that week just because it was so cold it's it awesome. was cold <laughs> but it was <laughs> yummy man it was it was actually really really good oh yeah very very tasty and the little, the little noodle station was open, although it's not the noodle station anymore. What is it now? Uh, I don't know. They don't serve just noodles, but they serve like a variety of different things. It was like the one place there. where they had counter service sushi. If I, I know. Correctly. I remember that. I liked the noodle station. I wish I would. they would have kept it. But Well, now Japan. I mean, of course, Japan serves counter service sushi. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's actually a really nice thing. But anyway, yeah, that's pretty much my trip for Thanksgiving. You know, it was a lot of fun. If there's anything else, I'll mention it later on a different show. But I think I covered pretty much all the points I wanted to hit. All right, man. There it is. <laughs> you know, normally that music is sad to me, but not today. No, this is good. I think we've talked enough. Well, not just that. I mean, we have something to be happy about. Oh, that's true, don't we? Yes, we do. Anyway, you you want to tell the folks what, uh, well, what, what's happening in the very, very, very near future if they haven't figured it out already? Well, for those who haven't cracked the Da Vinci Code that Kevin and I laid out here, um, we uh, decided immediately prior to putting this show together that we were going to take a, a podcasting trip up there yes, and and go out and see Disney World and bring our gear and uh, just do some shows from Disney World. Yeah, we're actually going to do some field reports together and yes. actually get them done this time because I'll actually uh, have somebody to do it with. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, with, uh, with the good internet, actually, I forgot to mention this, the at t internet, I have at t service, so actually yeah. pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. So with that in mind, we'll be able to post shows up while we're down there and stuff. Uh, you know, short little field trip segments as we go. We'll bring all the gear down there and everything else. So this will be early January yeah, 2014. It, I mean, it's, it's right around the corner, literally. Yeah, it's less than a month away, literally. And, yep. and, and we're, we're, we're committed to going. We, we owe them money if we don't go at this point in time. So it's going to happen. Yeah, it's definitely going to happen. <laughs> So yeah, uh, that's that's the good news is that we we will be there. We'll we'll give you a little bit more details about yeah what it is that we're gonna do and and where it is that we're gonna do, go and yeah all that good we stuff. We got our hotel booked. We got our flights booked. 
tonight. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk about this in subsequent shows, but we'll talk about ADRs and mm -hmm. things that we have planned that we like to do that are kind of unique. Mm -hmm. Like, I know I'd like to try to do an ADR that uh, uh, like neither one of us have done. Um, but I know you've eaten in a lot of different places. <laughs> oh, I have, and I've got a few suggestions for you. Yeah, so we'll have to definitely try some of that. And my goal, and, and, and we tried to already book it, but yeah. I wanted to do dinner with an imagine. You can dine with an Imagineer yeah. for lunch in, in, in uh, Hollywood Studios over in, in, in Disney uh, World over um, at the Brown Derby. Yes. And I tried to go ahead and book that so that way we can go ahead and get them on there and ask them some questions, whatever y'all wanted us to yep. ask them. And it just, you know, it's already booked because it's such short notice that we right. could not get a guy. But my goal is, and I know Kev's goal is this as well, is to interview some people. Yeah. Be it bus drivers, monorail drivers, um, you know, uh, what you call it, people who work concessions cast members, yeah, uh, cast concessions, members yeah. anywhere and try and get some um try and get some uh some stories some, yeah hopefully uh, yeah, if they're allowed to if they could talk but at yeah. least we can talk with them and then um and deliver what we learn from them to you directly so if you have any questions that you want us to ask a cast member go ahead and send it, send it our way yeah something that you may you might want to know the question of. We'll, we'll definitely do our best to try to get that answered mm -hmm. uh, our email is magic our way at gmail.com we'd love to hear you Again, that is magicrway at gmail.com. Um, but yeah, uh, this trip, uh, look, you know, it's actually twofold. It mo mostly it's a podcast trip. And then part of it, uh, you know, I teach a world music class. And I've been wanting to go to Epcot to each of the countries and research uh, maybe cultural things or even musical things. If I can find instruments or CDs of stuff, you know, that I can um, uh, uh, show to the students in this coming spring semester. So that's why we booked it in January because it was just before, a couple weeks before classes start. And I wanted to do that. I wanted to make sure I get some, uh, as much music or information culturally as I could. Or even recordings. I may even videotape a lot of the acts, like the, the Daiko drummers in Japan or mm -hmm. uh, Mariachi Cobre or uh, Cobre, Cobre, <laughs> <laughs> uh, or anybody else, you know, that I can find that would be of interest to the class, you know, just to kind of give them a little tour. Uh, so there's that, that's, there's that part. And we may slip in a little drink around the world game as we're doing it. Who knows? But we're going to do a lot of different things uh, 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 on this trip um, that maybe we never, we've never done before we, just to try out. I mean, I'm, I may even think about try that. that not, it's not Kim Possible, but that uh, Phineas and Ferb thing, yeah. experience a world show. I wouldn't Agent mind trying it. Yeah, Agent P. I wouldn't mind trying a little bit of that just to see what that's all about. Just the things that I, I don't get to do when I'm with the family. Mm -hmm. With little kids, when I'm do when I go with my kids, it's it's just all about them. So we do little kitty rides, Dumbo's, and the carpets, and yeah. the small world. Uh, this one will do some adult stuff and do some research things. If we're lucky, and if 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 money affords us, man, we'll do some, one of the uh, the the uh, background tourist things. Who knows? Yeah, you know if we could do. Well, we'll be talking about that and planning that in the next couple of weeks. I know one of the top priorities probably getting some ADRs going Yes, uh, since we're way within the 188 day mark. <laughs> uh, you know, it's going to be whatever we can get at this point. Yeah. It's going to be, you know, we might get lucky, you know, it's not that busy of a time of year, but who knows? We'll see. We'll see what happens and stuff. But, um, yeah, man, we're going to Disney world. Yeah, we the are. Podcast is going to Disney world. You know, hopefully we'll have some t-shirts up. You guys can order some t-shirts. Well, we got an accountant spreadsheet, but we haven't got anything set up yet. Um, but we'll let you know as those times come. Oh, I have my monorail set up around my Christmas tree. Oh, that, that was very lovely. Yeah, I'm very happy. But I'll take a picture and send it to you. Yeah, you, you, you have to. Yeah, I'll do We that. have a Disney train 
that, yeah. that, that we do, but it's that's very generic. A monorail. That now that's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, that's pretty and, cool. And your monorail tell the people that it, go, it it doesn't just go around the tree. It goes through the contemporary and the Polynesian. Yes, and I'm searching for the Grand Floridian, which, but right now on eBay, it's like way too expensive. I, I'm <laughs> looking as we speak. <laughs> I think the last one I saw went for like 300 and something dollars. I'm like, oh my goodness. Oh, yeah. The heck 300, 400, 500 dollars. It kept going up, you know. Was it like new in box or was that? Yeah, like, it was new in box. Well, there you go. You yeah. know, there's that, there's that aspect of it, but still, you know, that's a, that's really pricey. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if I'm really expensive, but it'd be nice to have that to complete. Because uh, right now I have the tree set up as, you know, like to kind of like Bay Lake or Seven Seas Lagoon. And then the monorail goes around that. And eventually I have a little spur that'll go off around the Ep- Spaceship Earth. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. So I'll have that set up eventually. I don't know how I'm going to do it. <laughs> and I might have to wait till next year when I can figure out a different place for the tree. But, you know, whatever. It, 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 I'll take pictures and post it up on our Facebook or whatever else. So you guys can check it out once I have it completed. And if you happen to hear of a Grand Floridian that's for sale, that's not at a, a crazy price, let me know at magicrow8gmail.com. <laughs> or if you have one. Or if you have one, you're willing to sell to me, uh, you know, not a killer price, you know, magicrow8gmail.com. <laughs> once again, we'll get the message. And I'd love to buy it off of you or something just to complete my uh, resort monorail loop, you know. Um yeah, it's talk to, talking about Facebook and pictures and stuff. We have a Facebook account, facebook.com forward slash magic our way. Or you can just search for us on Facebook. You can like us on Facebook, join our page, uh, get our announcements on the Facebook page when we release our shows and anything else that one might want to discuss. You can follow us on Twitter. Twitter will be a good way, especially on the trip, to um, uh, keep up with us to see where we're at. You know, may, it'd be nice to meet some listeners while we're down there. For, uh, if you happen to be down there at the same time, um, you know, we'll give more details about that in the near future. Um, also, follow us on. Um, oh, not follow us, but uh, yeah, I guess you can follow us on YouTube. Eventually, we're going to have more videos coming up uh, your, your way, or videos period <laughs> coming up on your. We're going to start doing that in the very near future because as my you know, it's my last week of classes. And so my schedule is pretty free, so I can get back to really honking down on the podcast and getting stuff done that I've been talking about for months on end now. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, also, too, subscribe to us on iTunes, man. Get the latest shows as they pop out um, in your uh, podcast inbox, you know, on your smartphones. Um, uh, listen to us uh, 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 on the grow, whatever else. So, but subscribe to us. If you do so, leave us a, uh, you know, feel free to leave us a review on iTunes. Um, we appreciate every little, you know, every little comment that, uh, that, that, that lets people know that, you know, hey, uh, this is a pretty decent, uh, fun podcast to listen to. Um, while, they, while you're doing that, man, you might as well send out a tweet or a Facebook post saying, hey, I'm listening to Magic Our Way, man. Check these guys out. To all your Disney friends. You know, your non-Disney types might not really care. <laughs> in all honesty but i think it's probably a safe bet yeah, yeah that's probably a safe bet but i mean don't you badger know. yeah exactly yeah don't badger him anything else but yeah you know the ones that you know are like deep down disney fanatics like you and me yeah i'm talking to you yeah let them know let them know that magic our way is around and we're here and we're never going away we may take hiatuses for every now and then but that's you know we're just regular joes we don't get paid to do this we do this because we love the mouse and the company and everything will do it. And we, we, you know, we like to share our passion with you guys. So yeah, tweet that out, you know, hope you enjoyed this show. Um, we'll have a lot more shows to come. So with that being said, my name is Kevin. And my name is Danny. And magic out. <laughs>